0: Inside Chicago Government. It can be aimed at you and your home.
1: Shygov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave glowitz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader, and he's here with me today. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, Senator. Today we're talking about your article that appeared in the Reader on September twelfth, 2013, Titled Ram Checkmates Chess Teams. In this article, you describe the efforts of chess aficionados to implement and pay for chess activities in Chicago Public Schools or CPS during both the daily and emanuel administrations mm-hmm. and how administration and CPS officials rebuffed their efforts.
0: Yes. And are continuing to rebuff those efforts, yes.
1: You talk about the city's seeming inability to pay for school enrichment programs such as chess, art, mm-hmm. music, and you again juxtapose it with the city's announced intention to finance development of the Michigan Surmac Arena Is that and, what it's called? and surrounding area.
0: Wait, it's called the Michigan Surmac Arena? The Michigan Surmac
1: Arena. <laughs> The, Mich- area arena? the Michigan Surmac area okay. and the DePaul Arena, yes. the site of the proposed DePaul basketball arena. Mm-hmm. We had a question from Ben, not this not Ben, me. but another Ben on Facebook. Uh-huh. And here's his question It says, okay. I've always been curious as to why TIFs are not reevaluated over the 23 year period. If development has skyrocketed in a TIF district, couldn't the freeze level be raised to accommodate the completion of remaining TIF project contracts? Is this an example of a feasible reform?
0: Essentially what he's getting at is that um, when a TIF is created— It basically freezes the amount of money that the taxing bodies can get from the property within that TIF district for 24 years. Okay, so what he is saying is that instead of freezing the level that the schools, let's say, can get for 24 years, we could evaluate the TIF at various junctures and determine that it's doing well enough that we can raise the cap, right? Allow the schools to take some of the yield out. So, yes, that's a great suggestion, and that's a reform that has been talked about from time to time. I don't know if anybody's ever proposed any specific legislation, but we've talked about this in the past, that at the very least what should be done is that TIF districts should be aligned with very specific TIF deals so that uh, we wouldn't just have blanket 24-year TIF districts that just continue to uh, draw money into a bank account, creating a slush fund for the mayor to dip into from time to time when everything pops into his mind, like the basketball arena. which pretty much came out of nowhere.
1: At the end of the term of the TIF district. At the
0: end of the term of the TIF district. And shouldn't that be for specific projects? So in this case, if the mayor has decided that uh, what the city needs more than anything else, including a chess program in its public schools, is a DePaul University basketball arena in the South Loop, then they should design a TIF deal that is for that arena and nothing else. And so you figure out how much money you need to raise to complete the arena, and you make a redevelopment deal such that the TIF expires as soon as that money is raised and all the obligations have been met. And as soon as that happens, the TIF disappears and uh, all the proceeds go back to the schools. So that's the most obvious and basic reform that would take away the slush from the TIF program.
1: That's sort of a front-end reform, whereas the reform that Ben is suggesting is sort of a back-end reform, where yes. you're going back later and say, oh, you know, we've pretty much realized the development we set out to do here, so let's let's either get rid of the TIF entirely, or short of that, he's suggesting raising the cap.
0: Actually, Ben's suggestion was one that was put forth by the mayor's task force on TIF reform, if you remember, Mayor Emanuel um, <laughs> appointed sort of blue ribbon committee. Maybe
1: for, Ben was on the task force. Uh,
0: yeah, ben, ben, I, I don't remember any Ben on there, but anyway, one of their suggestions was to go through the TIF districts, the bank accounts, if you will, and see, um, you know, what obligations we have and how they performed and whether we still need them and make a decision as to whether we should, you know, put the money back to the taxing bodies and close the TIFs. He raises a very good point. But as I've said many times, the purpose of the TIF program in practical ways right now is to create this off the books budget that the mayor can dip into. It enables him to slip by the property tax cap, it enables him to perpetuate the pretense that he's not raising taxes, it gives him virtual control over money that's actually being paid in the name of other things. Uh, It works very well for him from a political purpose, so why would he want to change it?
1: Ben, that's all we've got time for. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Senator. Listeners, you too can write in with suggestions and comments for future interviews via Facebook and Twitter. Search for Inside Chicago Government. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.